0: You are listening to the World of Games Podcast. Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on this big blue marble we call planet Earth. How are you doing this fine Monday morning or afternoon or evening, right? What's up? Alright guys, so I'm doing a total experiment uh, with this podcast today. I I was going to kind of do the whole podcast via video. And then just kind of extract the audio and share it on the podcast and try to implement it. I'm trying to use OBS. OBS is a, it's still, it's a little tricky for me. I'm kind of a novice at the whole thing. I was trying to implement the transitioning and stuff like that. If you're, you know, a podcaster, I mean, into OBS, if you've used it, you probably, you know, you're familiar with what I'm talking about and probably much better than I am (laughs) at using it. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I take in the audio from a lot of these videos and I and once I get this whole video thing edited and everything, I'm gonna put it up on Rumble. So go ahead and check it out. There's some funny stuff I've captured, and uh, we'll get into that in a bit. There is a segment where a woman in in my town I used to live in had taken in a homeless guy on her in front of her property, but the county wants. The homeless guy to go and they want the people to pay for it but now the people that invited the homeless guy they want to go ahead and tell the county no it's your responsibility that's your street so there's a lot of finger point going on i'll get into that uh also did you hear about the nypd getting banned from the gay pride parade i thought that was ridiculous i thought that was actually pretty fucked up and uh i wanted to touch base on that i i think you know just uh, treating our police like that is just horrible. I'll just get into that later. I also talk about uh, there was a some sort of kitty situation where an 18-year-old had killed a 4-year-old. Uh, it's a tragic story. Uh, uh, it just parallels a similar type of story that came out of Santa Cruz several years ago, maybe five years ago or something. I'll touch base with that as well. And also, at the very end, uh, definitely one to check out on video of a gentleman, a Padres fan, for whatever reason, at, he was at a Rockies game, and a Rockies fan had said something to the guy to the point where he got up out of his seat, went straight up to the guy, and knocked him out. And that's on video. I got a couple of shots of uh, video angles on that. For you guys to enjoy, all you sick, violent bastards out there. <laughs> I got some video for you. So there you go. And much more. Like I said, I hope this comes out smoothly. If it comes out botched or edited all wrong or whatever the case may be, I'm trying something different. So bear with me. If it comes out smooth, then cool. I'll implement it and perfect it as days go by. Okay. That being said, let's get the show started. I'll be right back, right after this.
1: All
0: right, here's something. On a darker note, from the New York Post, a boy found dead in Dallas Street was kidnapped while he slept, Mom says. Jesus, (laughs) already this is coming out really bad. A four-year-old boy found dead in Dallas Street was kidnapped while he slept, his distraught mother said. The boy suffered multiple wounds from what police say was an edged weapon. was identified Sunday by his mother as Cash Gurnan, WFAA reported. The quote-unquote happy-go-lucky boy was sleeping when a suspect identified by cops as 18-year-old Darian Brown barged into his home through a back door and kidnapped him on Saturday, his mother said. Eighteen? The boy's grieving mom said he had no idea what allegedly led Brown to target her son, whose body was later discovered in the street by a jogger early Saturday. The teen suspect did not know Cash his mother told the station off-camera. And it shows for you guys, not taking a look at it on on Rumble like you should. But you do have a young boy here, redheaded, 4 four-year-old. Ginger, just this normal kid. And surveillance video also captured the kidnapping. Oh wow! The boy's mother said investigators asked neighbors Sunday for any additional footage to help them piece together what happened, WFAA reported. Some nearby residents told the station Brown was regularly seen in the city's Mountain Creek section. Quoting hard to believe, neighbor Jose Ramirez said of the boy's slang, I don't think Brown was in his right mind. Cops scoured the neighborhood over the weekend after finding the boy's body, Ramirez said. They were back in the alley looking through trash containers to see if he could find any type of evidence, he told WFAA. They went down the street and they spent a good time down there. Another resident, Katie Goulian, dropped off flowers at a makeshift from memorial where the four year old bodies uh, four year old bodies found uh, excuse me, the four year old's body was found. Quoting, It's just so sad that someone woke up this morning and lost their child without a warning, Gulian said. How do you throw away someone's body like he's nothing? He's someone's kid. And, yeah, I mean, it's tragic. You know, this kind of reminds me of a story that, um, I don't how long ago it was. Same exact type of premise. It was in Santa Cruz, and it was a young guy. He was probably about 18, about the same age as this guy. And let me show you a picture. I'm going to roll it up so you guys can see what we're dealing with here. It's this guy. Young guy, good-looking guy, <laughs> got a little peach fuzz on his chin, can't even grow a beard yet, and I mean, Jesus. But anyhow, like I was saying, it, it reminds me where this young guy, for whatever reason, he was a neighbor of this young young girl, and she was, I, I forgot how old she was, she could have been 5 to 8, Yeah, you know, very young, and for whatever reason, he kidnapped her, um, I can't remember the details right off the top if he sexually assaulted her or anything like that, any acts of violence, but he ended up killing her and dumping her in the, the same complex as Dumpster. And nobody could explain what motivated him to do that. You know, he was a guy just probably just like this guy, quiet guy, and just, for whatever reason, just snapped or something. And it, it just kind of reminiscent of the whole, this is, just parallels that. It's sad. Cash's twin brother is now in state custody, his mother told WFAA. Dallas, Wow, he's got a twin brother, huh? Dallas police said in a statement Sunday, Brown had been charged with kidnapping and theft. Additional charges are expected in the homicide investigation following a forensic analysis. Authority said, so, hold on. He's got a twin brother, his age. I would assume it's his age, right? Twin brother? That's 18. So his other brother who we would have to assume is 18, he's already in prison? I mean, that's sad in itself. I mean, who's raising these guys, you know? That's sad, man. Brown was being held Monday at the Dallas County Jail on $750,000 bond record show. It's unclear if if he's hired an attorney who could comment on his behalf. $750,000, that's too low. Too low. The boy, who wasn't identified by authorities, was found shirtless and shoeless in the street and likely died before 5 a.m. Saturday. Dallas Morning News reported he's believed to have lived in the area, a Dallas police spokesman told the newspaper, quoting, We are shocked. We are very angry about what has happened to the small child, spokesman Albert Martinez told the newspaper. Brown was busted for evading arrest in late April, the Morning News reported. Court documents show he lived with his parents just a half mile away from where the boy's body was found. Brown's stepfather, meanwhile, declined to speak when reached for comment. The newspaper reported, Brown has been ordered to wear an ankle monitoring bracelet in connection to the prior charge, WFAA reported. So I guess, I mean, it sounds like he was a bad actor. I mean, what was the prior charges? Let me take a quick look at that again. Is it, if if he was a violent character and they put an ankle monitor, that's that's a failure in justice right there in itself. Because if a guy's running around, you know, doing violent acts, and he's the, and they're just slapping a, a a a monitor on him, that's not going to cut it. That's sad, man. Well, if they have something, if something else develops from it, I'll definitely check that out. All right, did you guys hear about this one? <laughs> Probably have. No doubt. It's, it's been all over the web and all over the TV. Cops banned from participating in New York City Pride event. Police will be banned from participating in New York City Pride events as organizers say they are seeking to create safer spaces for marginalized groups. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, my God. Here we go. Now the woke are taking... Well, you know, I, I've noticed the LGBTQ+, plus. did I get that right? Their community's been uh, radicalized, or they're sounding radical, especially how they went after Caitlyn Jenner. But I'll move on. Uh, under the new policy announced Saturday by NYC Pride, Corrections and law enforcement exhibitors will not be allowed to march in the parade or participate in other events for at least five years. Five. Now, why? First off, why? Who are these people? Who, who are these people? These, uh, what, what do they call themselves? Corrections? I, I don't know. It, it just says it's announced by the NYC, the NYC pride. Who are these people? There's. <laughs> Coordinators of the world's largest gay pride celebration also said they would take steps to reduce NYPD presence at events by hiring private security and first responders. That's fucking... You know what, man? If I was a fire officer, if I was fire or paramedic, I'd say, you know what, fuck you people. I mean, why are you sitting there fucking trashing on the cops? The cops have always had their backs. you got cops fucking marching with them in these parades. They're proud of themselves and... And now you got a bunch of fucking woke idiots going in there and, and just discriminating against people because of their career. I mean, talk about being divisive. There's nothing equitable, there's nothing, what is this fucking, what, what was that shit they said? Marginalize, create create safer spaces for marginalized groups. First off, of that's what you're doing is you're marginalizing a group of people, okay? Second off, you're not creating a safer space. You're you're creating a more dangerous space. If you think security, who do you think of? Probably some of those security officers are that you're going to hire. They're probably off-duty police officers, <laughs> probably because I've heard of a lot of them doing that. In fact, hey, Derek Shelvin, you remember him? He was the guy that was that murdered Floyd, right? security officer in fact him and Floyd were both security officers at the night at a mutual at the same nightclub a little fun factor so i don't know this is just stupid marginalized group my god get those people out of your pra- there's nothing prideful about that coordinators of the world's largest gay pride celebration also said they would take steps to reduce nypd presence and events i just read that quoting the sense of safety that law enforcement is meant to provide can ins- instead be threatening and at times dangerous to those in our community who are most targeted with excessive force and or without reason, organizers said in a press release. I don't know. I heard that the the crime rate, and, and especially on violence, has went up. What was it that I, really, I heard of the other day? Like 200%? So you've already taken away the police. You've already defunded them. You've already neutered them. New York is pretty much going through one hell of a... a a spike in crime, hasn't seen since, what, the 70s? (laughs) And they're worried about the cops being there because they're afraid of what they are going to do. They might commit excessive force. (coughs) NYC Pride is unwilling to contribute in any way to creating an atmosphere of fear or harm for members of the community. What What are they talking about? What in the fuck are they talking about? Were they... Scared of these people, what, last year? Didn't they have, oh, well, I, no, they didn't have a parade last year because of the pandemic. But the year before that, the year before that, the year before that, the year before that, the decade before that, the decade before that. Did they care about the cops m- marching with them? No. They encouraged it. They loved it. Now all of a sudden they feel threatened by it? Come on, man. Tighten up. Millions of members of the LGBT community flocked to the city in June for the world's landmark gay rights celebration. Yeah, well, you know what? Here, here's a fun fact. They do it every year in San Francisco, and they don't do shit like this. In fact, I think the one in San Francisco is larger than yours in New York. I could be wrong. I don't attend those festivals. It's not my flavor. The event began in 1970 to commemorate the Stonewall Uprising a year before. When patrons of Greenwich Greenwich Village, excuse me, gay bar rioted against NYPD officers who were conducting a raid of the then illegal establishment. Okay, so they could be the oldest parade, but I don't think they're the largest. I don't know. Again, I could be wrong. The recent nationwide reckoning of police violence inspired heritage of pride, the group that produces the event to re-examine its relationship with the police who were previously invited to march in the parade as it became more mainstream. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at a picture just in case you guys haven't seen, and this is back in 2017. And there's a cop, and he's got a tuba. <laughs> he's got a big old tuba, and it says, Happy Pride, Pride Day, NYPD. What's the problem? That's what you're afraid of? Is, is that what you're afraid of? That guy with the tuba? What is he going to do? Take that tuba and bash it over your head? <laughs> it's crazy. This announcement follows many months of conversation and discussion with key stakeholders in the community, said NYC Pride co-chair Andre Thomas. Okay, well, now we got a name. Andre Thomas is responsible for this. Detective Brian Brian Downing, 41, president of the NYPD's Gay Officers Action League, Said I didn't even know they had had a department of their own. Uh, He said that hundreds of members of the police department have been marching for nearly four decades in good faith and solidarity with the community. Quoting, goal was embraced by the community because it was viewed as agents of change. This was progress. It was contention, unquote, Downey told the Post Saturday night. Downey said, some distrust of the police is justified, but his organization is about building bridges, both in the community and at one police plaza, quoting, having the courage to, do, to go into the institution as a gay or queer person, you're going, you're going in there with that struggle that is your own identity, and you're bringing it inside that system, Downey said. Further quoting, I have used a position of considerable power to open the door for other people that don't share my same experience and give them a voice at the table. Goal said it would continue its advocacy on behalf of the community despite the move to ban from the Pride events. You know, and there's a picture of them with a couple more officers holding the flag. You know, that is just that is disgraceful, man. I mean, you're demonizing a group of people because of their career. These people, I mean, didn't we see that video just recently of the woman... I guess some idiot shot off his gun, and a mother and her small child got shot. And you see a woman just like this woman here that's holding this this flag right here. Um, just another person. She was saving the kid's life. Picked up that child, ran to the ambulance, you know, to save the child's life. Where are those stories, you know? Why all this demonization of, the, of law enforcement? Because I'm telling you right now, who are you going to call when the shit hits the fam? Are you going to call Ghostbusters? No, you're not going to call Ghostbusters. You're going to call your law enforcement. Let's be real. Momentum for the ban had been growing in recent years. In 2019, activists planned an alternative pride parade in New York that excluded cops. Festivities were canceled last year over coronavirus concerns. Quoting the NYPD is just as bad as it ever was, even if it's better for some of its employees on the inside, reclaimed Pride Coalition co-founder Natalie James said at the time, quoting, so to me, that means the NYPD should not be recognized at Pride. In 2017, Pride Toronto banned cops from marching in its parade after lobbying by Black Lives Matter protests, according to the Daily Hive. You know, um, and if you kind of tie it all together, I mean, BLM is pretty much founded by uh, a couple of black lesbians, <laughs> okay, um, they hate men, they're men-haters, I mean, that's their whole mantra, if you read, well, I, don't, I think they took it down, but on their website, you know, they, they want to get rid of the, the whole nuclear family, they got that going, they, they, if you're a heterosexual male, you know, a father, you know, that's a bad, that's taboo, you know, that, I mean, they're totally against that whole, what do you call heterosexual uh nuclear family Americana type of thing you know what I'm saying they they rather just I don't know what it is with, I don't know what their problem is but it just seems like it's these black lesbians these two leaders I forgot their names that are just really angry you know at, at the traditional heterosexual uh male and uh I guess they're instituting their ideology into this. This is not inclusive. This is divisive. I don't know why people even listen to these knuckleheads in the first place, Black Lives Matter. It's just a fucking joke. And the whole thing is a fucking joke. The NYPD's goal organization reportedly invited Toronto law enforcement to march side by side with them in, in the Manhattan Parade. But in 2025, NYC... NYC Pride will review its police participation ban. NYC Pride said, until then, the NYPD will provide first response and security only when absolutely necessary, as mandated, mandated by city officials, organizers said. I wouldn't help those guys out. I, I would not. I really wouldn't, man. That's just way too much, man. The move toward private security raises a host of high-stakes liability and insurance questions, or issues, I should say, and police sources tell the Post that parade organizers are ill-equipped to protect millions of revelers in the village. <laughs> hey, call a social worker, right? Quoting, I don't know what the end game is here, Downey said, but when you create an echo chamber and you take a dissenting voice, other than the voice of these activists who don't want reform, they just want abolition. How does this work? I think it, this is a poorly made decision, and the execution was even poor. the gay NYPD leader said. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And that's all these, that's all, you gotta remember too, all these big mouths, that, they're doing all this kind of shit. They are just a small, small, small percentage of the overall population. Uh, I know, I know, a couple of transvestites, and I know, um, I know, but I know a few lesbians and a gay guy. Well, the gay guy I don't know anymore; he moved. But they would never be down with any of this kind of stuff, not whatsoever. I think the more people that come join their party and their afraid, the better. You know, I've been, you know, I, I've never actually attended one of their parades, but I had to walk through one over in San Francisco when I was coming back from a concert at, at Golden Gate Park. And uh, I'll just say, uh, and without getting into too many details, it's a wild scene. I'd be a little bit uh, at the very end of the parade at the at the city center, the city civic center area. At the end of the parade, when the party begin, real party begins, I wouldn't take your kids there i'll just put it that way <laughs> but for the most part the parade are very colorful colorful and look i mean on tv looks pretty cool so there you go i don't know man pretty shameful though hey guys take a moment and visit my homepage. click on the support button and drop your boy a couple extra cents and let me know that you care i really would appreciate it and now back to the nonsense all right i got one for you east bay parents are ticked off over a teacher's travel plans okay i got this one on video so i'm gonna go ahead and play this for you if you want to check it out it will be up sometime soon so let's get right to it uh it's 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 remarkable it never ends is what it is check this out
1: there, Bob. 631 right now. So you've probably heard the CDC telling fully vaccinated Americans it's okay to ditch your mask, but not so fast in California. California's mask mandate remains in effect until at least June 15th. Today in the base, Chris Sanchez joins us live now with some of the pressure that some groups are putting on the state to try to make sure we keep these strict guidelines. Chris? Uh, Hi hi there, Laura. There is one big group trying to put pressure on the state to keep the California mask mandate in place. That's the California Nurses Association, the president of which says that the CDC lifting those mask guidelines is just premature. Let's talk about where we stand right now because I know that this has been... The
0: Nurses Association is telling everybody to keep the masks on? Do these people even, like... Go to the CDC.gov website and actually do some basic math. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, I think they said in California there was no cases or something like that. I don't know. I could be wrong. I I don't know. It it just (laughs) you're under one percent. You're one. I think it's one tenth of one percent of people are 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 contracting it so i i don't know what's going on you know
1: confusing over the last few days in the last week the (laughs) cdc advised that unvaccinated and partially vaccinated people should continue to wear their masks
0: see fuck that See, you're t- see that's what they, they keep saying that, you know, going with this, all the QAnon conspiracies and all these anti-vaxxers. Is that what the, the stupid governor says? All the anti-vaxxers and everything like that. But they're telling them, oh, well, the CDC is saying, oh, well, now you need to still wear your mask after you get the shot. I'm not listening to that yet. I don't know who's listening to the CDC anymore. They're, they're the, probably the most flip-flop bureaucratic organization, fake government organization there is.
1: However, vaccinated people only need to mask in crowded indoor settings like public transportation, hospitals, shelters, and such. The CDC said that students should keep wearing their masks through the end of the school year. And so far, Cal-
0: what school year? First, you have to have school to say school year. It, they both tie together. You know, you can't have one without the other. <laughs> There is no end if there is no beginning, and vice versa.
1: California's mask mandate has remained until at least June 15th, as you mentioned, requiring masks if we are indoors anywhere but at home. The CDC director says that the new guidance is based on the science, but the...
0: The science. The science. The science. Uh, has anybody ever seen that video of the guy yet, uh, dragging on that vape pen, puts a mask on, exhales, right, vapors everywhere, his whole head is just encompassed by vapor, by gas, (laughs) masks. Head of the
1: California Nurses Association says that it's just too soon, and that this presents a risk to safety for nurses and patients. as she's asking California health leaders to keep that mandate in place.
0: Health leaders, you know, it, it, these aren't even lawmakers. These people are dictating our fucking lives. I mean, what the hell? Why? You know, it, it was thankfully when I went to Alameda people took that shit off i i mean i did i still seen a, you know some people out there a very small few with, with them still on at the beach but my god man come on yeah i can see a lot of people though have ditched them i don't know why these health officials are continuing this i don't know what their end game is i don't know if they're getting financially compensated by the by newsom don't know i mean it wouldn't surprise me If there's some sort of payoff to continue trying to drag this bullshit even further. Because all you're really doing is you're just hurting people and you're hurting children. I don't know why these these politicians find it necessary to continue this facade. You know what I mean?
1: The pandemic is not over.
0: See? Boom. Who is this woman? Zene Tarifio-Cortez. California Nurses Association President. First off. The California Health, I believe the, health, the CHA, the California Health Agency, I think that's what it is. I could be wrong. These are the same people that were with him at the French Laundry. Okay, remember that. Remember the French Laundry? $1,500 plate, caviar, popping bottles, no mask, partying hell allowed. They had, they got even, you know, Gavin Newsom's party. They had big complaints because of the noise. No mask. Remember that? That's these people. That's his buddies. That's these people that work side by side. They help donate. Right now, right now, they're probably funding his pocket for that recall effort on his ass. These people, I don't listen to these people either. They're politically compromised as far as I'm concerned.
1: We still have a lot of infected patients. Cases are still high.
0: And I think, I could be wrong, I should back out of it. Well, I think it was, yeah, it was just last year. More people died from cancer than they did from COVID-19. Still waiting for that cure there, Joe Biden. You did promise everybody at the presidential primary that you were going to cure cancer if you became president. You haven't became president. You just became president. I haven't heard you talking yet. You seem to be boasting about how you're getting out the vaccines, but then you got jerk-offs like this telling you, oh, no, the pandemic's not over. You need to mask up and stay locked down. Crazy shit, man.
1: We have patients dying, and we still...
0: Where? I live by three hospitals. I, I talk to these... I talk to my nurses all the time. I say, hey, is anybody dying? No, nope, nobody's dying. You getting any patients coming in there sick, you know, because... Of COVID? Nope. Kaiser Permanente, right over there. A couple other hospitals, right over there. Washington's over there. A couple others. Nobody's dying. We
1: still have nurses dying as well.
0: Where? You know, where are the, first off, I haven't seen one news report, not local, not state, not national, about nurses dying. I have not heard this. That's a lie. Because if it was true, it would be right on the very front, it would be breaking news all over the Bay Area. Trust me.
1: All right, let's talk a little more about the CDC's school guidance. To be clear, the agency said that school children in all grades should continue wearing their masks and social distancing through the end of this school year. Now, while kids 12 and up are eligible for vaccines, there just isn't enough time for them to be fully vaccinated before the school year ends in just a few weeks. And on Friday, we got a letter from our local school district saying that they are planning for a full in-person reopening in the fall, but they, too, are also waiting for some of that guidelines
0: what i don't understand is why are the nurse i mean why are the teachers they were pushing for the vaccine they get the vaccine they don't want to go they still now they still don't want to go to school you got kids going to in-person learning in front of television screens while the the teachers still at home vaccinated you know what i'm saying this is crazy you know what i'm going to show you how crazy these teachers are I'm gonna back out of this story I want to do, and I'm gonna do it right now. If I can find it, where is it? All right, I guess I must have deleted. All right, well, you know, come on, it's crazy. All right, I want to show you one more video, and I'm sorry to all you podcasters out there. I'll try to describe. You have probably heard about it or seen about. It. It's a Padres fan who not sucker punches a Rockies fan with one punch in a wild video, and I'll I'll just kind of I'll read it real quick for the podcasters. A nice afternoon of baseball took a wild turn at Wednesday's Padres Rockies game. In Denver, an enraged San Diego fan approached a man wearing the Colorado colors and jack, jacked the division rivalry up to 11. The Padres fan punched the Rockies fan square in the face, apparently knocking him out on impact. He crumpled to the ground immediately after being struck. And he's it, got some still shots, and boy, he's got a hell of a shot. And... <laughs> In this picture, you look at this woman in the background. If you could see it, this woman, she's got the Mr. Bill, oh no, face. She's got the mouth wide open, looking like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Got that, that expression with the face, you know what I mean? And a couple of it looks like the men are smiling. Padres fan knocks out Rockies fan with one punch. It's unclear what led to the spat, but the crowd appeared to be on the Rockies fan side. Understandable as the game took place at Coors Field in Colorado, the fans quickly jumped, jumped the Padres fan and pin him down as he struggles to get free. A wild brawl ensues. According to a Big League, a big lead, no charges were filed, which is almost as shocking as the punch itself. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I I already seen it. it. It is it is pretty quick. So I'm gonna I'll play it a couple of times. But hell of a shot, hell of a shot. <laughs> I mean, when you first see the guy, here he is. This guy, see, I'm looking right here. This guy, I right there, man. If this if this guy came up to me, first off, I'm not turning my head to nobody. If this guy comes up to me, it'd be on. <laughs> it would be on. Now, he's over at, he's in Colorado, so I'm, this is my interpretation of what I'm seeing just before the video rolls. This guy was heckled, right? I'm thinking that the guy was heckled by some, you know, Rockies fan. And uh, the guy had enough, probably had a couple beers in him, said enough, went over there and just chin checked the guy. So let's check this video I'm going to blow it up. Let's get it nice and big and ready. Let's now it goes quick. How many seconds is this? It's like about 10 seconds. It's not even Oh, it's a minute. This says a minute. Well, let's find out what this video is. This might not be the one I've seen, but let's check it out anyway. And there he goes. What's up? Boom! Look at that. And down he goes. Ho oh, look at this. Boom. Well, see now here's the thing. got it here's the thing they said it's going around that the guy was sucker punched first off the guy was looking at him he exchanged words with him so it wasn't like you know he was sucker punched but it i don't know i mean when you're sucker punched that's kind of that's not seeing it coming if this guy's coming up to me and i see you coming i'm already at a stand i'm already ready to go i'm i'm not even gonna sit there and discuss anything from you with you you know what i mean oops (laughs) and so and and there he goes and the shotgun punch look and then there he just stands there and now here comes a bunch of guys they just mauled his ass although the denver police department was later confirmed the person who threw the first punch was contacted by police however the person stuck Struck did not want to press charges. No one was arrested. That's what the F, uh, that's what their fire department said. Many social media users were impressed <laughs> with how quick nearby fans were to defend the man who was punched. I mean, you're an outsider, man. You you from San Diego? You're coming up what Denver, wherever the hell? What's this say? Hey, you you doing you doing all that right? You coming from out of town? Uh, I don't know what this guy probably would have said to him. <laughs> to get him that triggered, but if I'm visiting your town, I'm I'm not disrespecting your town. One, I'm outnumbered. You know. Two, I I don't have no weapons on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm there to enjoy the game. I'm not there to start startle or rock the boat or whatever you wanna say. But he must have stayed that guy that got chin checked, he, he probably said something that triggered him pretty bad. I mean you know I've seen some pretty Pretty uh, crazy stuff in Oakland. When the Denver Broncos came into town or a lot of rivals, there's one incident that really embarrassed me um, when a Broncos fan was coming out to the south end zone and over to the motorhomes where everybody used to barbecue. Really nice guy. We talked to him. No problem. But then, you know, game, game time, he started walking with his buddies. They went off and the other thing, and we just kind of followed behind. We weren't really caring about him. We were just all going at the same time and then some other guys from some other place some raider fans they just start throwing beer bottles and shit at them and just trashing them and and got into it got physical and so a lot of it had to be broken up but it's just that kind of behavior you know you get the beers and people you start trash talking and a lot of people just can't handle that trash talking you know what i'm saying so don't like it i think it's i think it's distasteful especially now that you're you know we're we're coming out of a, a pandemic i mean why would you want it i mean it kind of you know it kind of in a sense it's normalcy <laughs> it, it, it it does uh come to a level of a bit of normalcy even though it's violent because fortunately it's sporting events stuff like this happens so there is a sense of normalcy uh here's a twitter comment real quick buddy who jumped over the seats was pretty impressive Padres dude did look like he was about to get beat up about 15 people (laughs) yeah he did he got them all pretty good uh Jamarcus hustled hold on I didn't see this Jamarcus hustled you get it that is a goof shout out to this guy this is a goof on Jamarcus Russell (laughs) the worst quarterback acquisition the oakland raiders acquire ever had i still got a jersey of his i I can't even sell for a buck on ebay with a lighter it's crazy jamarcus hustle says in his twitter post i'm not I'm i'm most impressed by the dude who jumped the seats experienced stadium fighter right there exactly exactly Another guy, Jody Lynn says, "Ha, tough guy ended up getting his punk ass jumped." <laughs> that's a woman for you. So there you go. That was from the NYPD. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the details are. It seems it's <laughs> a hell of a shot. He must have said something to the guy because uh, I don't know, man. That Padres guy right here, he's got a lot of guts, man, just coming up and just in somebody else's house and just chin checking him. I mean, he went down like, man. What's this video? I got a Twitter video here. This looks like a better angle. Oh, it's a better angle of the fight. All right. Well, right on. Let's check this out. Going on Twitter. Ah, here we go. Uh Oh, hold on, let me, let me see. Uh, there we go. Let me see if I can rewind that. Let's do this one more time. You got, oh, let's expand it. Let's do it even better. All right, one more time. And then I gotta go. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. He's out. Oh, he's out. Now, the guy looked all right right there. Hold on, hold on. Let's check this guy out. Is he what? Yeah, okay, he's out. Right. That's him right there. Yeah, look at you. See what I'm saying? A lot of this shit's going on, man. A lot of this shit's going on right here. But look at. He took, he, he, he's not really knocked out. He, he's, uh, he's capable. Now, what's going on over here? What's with this guy? <laughs> Is this security? What's going on here? Yeah, that's pretty wild, man. Look at th- th- this whole area just cleared out. And the cops, now yeah, the cops came in real quick. He's out. He's out. He's out. Somebody someone
1: him. Excuse me,
0: officer. All right. Well, there you go. I I don't think I can watch that again. That that's just too That's out. That's off the hook right there. So, there you go, guys. My suggestion is <laughs> Limit your drinking before you go inside that way you can d- just I can't tell people not to drink. I can't t- people tell you. Pe- I can't tell people to not drink at a football game or a baseball game. I can't do that. I used to be that guy. (laughs) You know, I can't be a hypocrite. But I mean, Jesus, Jesus, people. Come on. Look at him. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny right there. I love that. Guys, that's all I got for you today. Thanks so much for stopping by. Make sure you check out my YouTube and Rumble pages. I believe the links will be in the homepage as well as check out my Twitter page at the Real WOD. Go ahead, check that out. That's where you can find out all the links to the stories I've talked about, or at least most of them. Uh, any video clips, I'll link there as well as well as you just hit that bell when you follow my Twitter page. Hit the bell, and you'll get notified when a new episode is released. With that being said, again, thank you guys so much, and I'll be looking forward to talking to you Wednesday. Peace out.